BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you're looking for COVID-19 testing, look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Owen is back on top in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West, and one former NASCAR Modified Champion is making the move to the big stage in 2019. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, October 31st, 2018. Kyle Rickey here at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. Joined by Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina studios, who will be joined for the next 30 minutes by Ryan Priest, a former NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour champion, SK Modified champion, Sunoco Modified champion, NASCAR Xfinity Series winner, and soon to be full-time Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series driver. I figured I'd get that all out of the way now. Good afternoon to the both of you. How are we doing on what is now our final show of 2018? I have to say, this is two weeks in a row that I've had someone in studio with me, and I kind of like it. Like, Kyle, I know you like Connecticut, but I really think you need to think about coming back over here. But no, great to have Ryan in studio. I know you enjoyed reading off that list of accomplishments. But yeah, Ryan, thanks so much for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun being on the show with you and Kyle, and and obviously Kyle. You know, he's just a bundle (laughs) of fun, but... um, you know, it was pretty cool having wow. you read all those accomplishments, Kyle, because it's, it's, it's you know, as a racer, it's kind of satisfying uh, when you're getting up to that stage and, and getting to the Cup Series. If somebody ever didn't know who I was, they can Google, you know, my racing career and see that I feel like I have established myself and that I've been pretty accomplished. So to finally get at NASCAR's highest level, is, it's pretty cool. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. But first, Hannah, uh, you're fresh back from the West Coast. You were at Kern County Raceway Park this past weekend, the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West finale. And uh, a, a two-time champion crowned this past Saturday night in Derek Thorne with another Derek taking the checkered flag in the race. Yeah, it was. It was the weekend of Derek's. And like you said, Derek Thorne co- collected his second NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Championship. But Derek Krause went three in a row at Kern County Raceway Park. He won last year's October finale Started the year off with a win, kicking the season off there, and then came back and won this past weekend. So it was cool to see Derek Krause collect another win, and Derek Thorne had one of the best championship celebrations that I've seen um, so far in the touring division. It was a lot of fun. His whole family was there. Um, they got a little crazy with the champagne more than I've seen. But um, it was always it's super cool because it's not his first championship, but you would have never known that. He celebrated it like it was. And uh, so congratulations to Derek Thorne and Sunrise Ford. Sunrise Ford had a phenomenal year this year. A great season, and obviously Derek's first championship since 2013. 
In fact, that was his last full-time season in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West. He will join us here on the show in a little bit. Our Ryan Priest, of course, joining you the full 30 minutes in our Concord, North Carolina studios. We'll bring Ryan back in. You mentioned about uh, making it to NASCAR's top level. Has it sunk in yet uh, since Charlotte a couple of weeks ago when you made the announcement that you will be a full-time Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series driver in 2019? That's pretty long-winded, isn't it? But, yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's it's sinking in every day. It's 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 exciting, but just just to go back to talk about Derek Thorne. So the last time he won a championship was 2013, and that was the year that I had won. So I, I got to meet him quite a bit and throughout that Champions Week, what they had back then, and and he's a great guy, and he's a real racer. He's like a he, really the only guy I really know from the West Coast. And and after he <clears throat> wasn't full time in the West Series, I still followed his career and followed what he was doing in Super Late Models and. He's really been winning a lot of races, so when I saw that he was back in, in the West Series, I was really pulling for him to win that championship, and for him to go and do that, that was uh, that was pretty awesome. I was really happy for him when I saw saw the news that he was able to clinch it this past weekend, but um, now moving back to the uh, to having this cup ride, and, and every day it's, it, it's really surreal um, to, to think where I was a year and a half ago, uh, just really where I was in my racing career and and even after winning that race and and uh thinking man what what else do I need to do and and then we won Bristol and just things started to snowball and opportunities started to show and and uh to finally you know secure a spot for for multiple years it, it's a huge deal and and uh you know I think it'll really hit me when I'm on the grid at Daytona 500. And I think we have a, a lot in common here having Ryan on also as well as Derek Thorne because we, we've talked to Derek Thorne and we always, I think the comparison was actually made, he was the Ryan Priest of the West Coast mm-hmm. because racers are going to race. <clears throat> if he's not in a K&N car, he's running a super late model somewhere. He pulled double duty this past weekend at Kern, um, actually won the SRL race at Kern County Raceway Park on Sunday, races super late models out in uh, New Smyrna whenever he gets a chance. So Racers are going to race, and we saw mm-hmm. you do it too, pulling double duty with the modified tour, VMRS, SK, anything that you could yeah. get your get your uh, seat in. That's what you were doing. So, um, super cool to have both of them on today, and uh, looking forward to talking to Derek. All right, Ryan, stick around. Derek will join us in a little bit, but more with Ryan Priest as this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast rolls on. Front style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 Patriots and Veterans Strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. won't want to miss the five-day sale happening this Black Friday through November 27th at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. During these five days only, O'Reilly Auto Parts will offer incredible sale prices on products your vehicle uses every day. Stock up and save big on maintenance chemicals, motor oil, wiper blades, tool sets, and more. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. 
Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, Kyle Ricky here at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park in Connecticut, joined by Hannah Newhouse and Ryan Priest in our Concord, North Carolina studios. We'll continue the conversation now with Ryan, and let's pick it up with this racetrack behind me here in Connecticut. A lot of highs here at the Thompson Speedway 5 8 mile. A couple of lows. I remember that stuck throttle in practice years ago in the SK Modified. Um, kind of talk about what this track has meant to, uh, to your career over the years. Ah, uh, well, really, it's it's what started a relationship with uh, with my modified owners at Thompson Motor Speedway, which is Albert and Kathy Monez, which they sponsored me at Joe Gibbs Racing for those two races. And uh, without them, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had the opportunity. So uh, going back, uh, we won a few championships. We won twenty plus races together, and or I, I can't even I think maybe it was even thirty races together. It was a lot of races, but uh just just a lot of fun there at Thompson. Uh that weekly grind of when it used to be every Thursday night was uh was a lot of fun that, because that led up into Friday at Stafford and Saturday into Riverhead and and uh just a lot of it took <clears throat> it actually took me forever to win a tour race there. It took me I think I don't know, I think six or seven years of trying, so um you know, it's always going to be pretty special going to there and, and all the modified tracks up north. Now, we're seeing a little bit of a change in the tide with NASCAR. You know, it was always talk about how it wasn't necessarily talent getting in rides anymore. And we're seeing something different with yourself and Hemrick, who's moving up. Mm-hmm. Matt Benedetto took that risk of leaving, and now he's got a pretty good ride. Ross Chastain gets a chance in the 42 car. Do you, as someone who's part of that movement, also see that push and a change of tide in NASCAR? I hope so, and I think so. Um, so I've always been somebody that... I try to see how what direction the sport's going to go, and I think you and I and and other races we've always hear about those those that time period of when things get shaken up, and right now I really feel like that's that time. You know, in the next two to two to three years, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of new people coming in, and and hopefully a lot of people that are you know deserving of those opportunities. And, and Ross, you know, that's one. You know, I was I was a teammate of his at JD Motorsports, so when he got that opportunity. With the 42, I was like, yeah, man, there we go. You know, I was so pumped for him. And, and when he won Vegas, not only did he let me get a lap back uh, <laughs> before before the checkered flag, that was huge, but I was just so pumped for him because, you know, him and I, we battled so hard when I was at Johnny Davis. When he was in the four and I was in the zero one, and, you know, we were, we were racing each other hard, and, and I know he can do it. So I was really pumped for him. Daniel Hemrick, I've always been a big fan of him. He's a, he's a hardcore racer. So, um you know, to see that, and, and I don't know Matt very much, uh, but, you know, obviously he's a guy that's been sticking it out for a long time, and to finally get that opportunity, uh, it, it's huge for him. So it's going to be a big year next year, I think, for, uh, for the underdogs. There's been a lot of talk in the sport this year about reconnecting the short track fan to the National Series fan and vice versa. Huge day in Charlotte last month when both Daniel Hemrick and yourself announced full-time cup rides for next year do you think that is a first big step in accomplishing that with the modified world watching you and the super late model and legend car world watching daniel yeah absolutely um you know that was a big day for the both of us just because we've been working so hard to get here and you know he's had his struggles and i've had my struggles so to finally uh to be able to announce that that i was going to jtg motorsports and he was going to rcr uh, where we're going to be competing for Rookie of the Year together. When we were racing a modified against each other, I think it was four years ago when he raced for the Hillbilly team, uh, did we think we were going to get to this level? Who knows? You know, we, we aspired. We, we dreamed to get here. So uh, to be able to go into 2000, and, and I think it's 19 next year, right? 2019. <laughs> um, 
competing against each other for the rookie of the year, it's uh it's pretty it's pretty cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to it and and uh yeah, Kyle Ricky, so what else you got? <laughs> I'm I'm glad that he doesn't know what year it is because half yeah. the time I don't even know what, what day of the week it is. Yeah. But um we're seeing a lot of these younger drivers obviously making every good run they have at trying to make it to that next level, position themselves for that opportunity. As someone who's now made it there and secured that opportunity, what's a piece of advice that you would have to, per se, an upcoming driver that's trying to open that opportunity up? Oh, man, that's tough. (laughs) So everybody has their own path to follow. Um, You know, I kind of found who I needed to be uh, probably in 2014-15, uh, how I felt I needed to grab a hold of my career because otherwise it wasn't going to happen. And that was by starting to work on my cars, get more involved. And, and that all started with a guy named Mike Paquette who owns Chassis Dynamics. Uh, I, he, he hired me to drive for him and his racing, his chassis building company, uh, you know, back in 2011. And uh, so every every Friday night we or every Thursday night we'd set up the car and you know, when I was 20 years old, 19 years old, I wasn't very hands-on. I, I kind of understood the gist of it. I understood adjustments, but I wasn't very hands-on. And being around Mike and being around my father so much, it finally got to the point where I'm like, "Why? you know what, why don't I start learning? Why don't I start getting involved? And then when 2016 came about with Johnny Davis, uh, Eddie wasn't going to be Eddie Partridge, who owns my modified tour car, wasn't going to be full-time. And I said, okay, well, why don't we take the cars? Uh, my father and I will maintain them. We'll set them up. And that was kind of like really with the tour stuff uh, an opportunity to do everything. And that led into 2017 where we won the owner's championship, and, and uh, which was a big deal for me because I was doing everything, you know. And, and uh, to be able to successfully win a lot of races doing it, I'll never forget my first win without my father at the racetrack setting the car up doing everything was at Monadnock Speedway uh, with that modified racing series at the time or modified touring series and when I came home the next day my father looked at me and goes how'd you do and I said I won to see him look at me and say how proud he was that was something I'll never forget in my racing career and it really turned um, it really has guided me uh, to who I am today and and um, you know feeling Taking hold of my career is what got me here. So I guess I guess really the best piece of advice is be you. When you're whatever you think is right, follow that road. Don't let somebody else tell you what you need to do. Don't don't let them tell you that you need to get in a go to a legend car, to a late model, to your K and N, to whatever it is. If you if you're from out west and you run midgets, run midgets. If you're from up in the northeast and you run dirt, run a dirt modified. Wherever you're from, wherever you can race. Do it and be good at it and win because that's what's going to get you to that level that you want to be at is by winning. So don't uh, don't let somebody else tell you the path that you have to go down. You have mentioned J.D. Motorsports a couple of times now, being a teammate with Ross Chastain a couple of years ago. You worked with Tommy Baldwin Racing in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series on a part-time basis, I believe, two or three years ago. Alex Bowman told me earlier this year, uh, but while making the move to Hendrick, that he was able to make Quite a few mistakes racing under the radar with teams that aren't necessarily under that microscope like uh, Hendrick Motorsports is in Bowman's case now. Uh, do you feel the same way that you were able to, to kind of make a few more mistakes uh, these last couple of years uh, before getting that big ride at Joe Gibbs a year ago? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I definitely made quite a few mistakes I think I can think of that probably not a lot of people saw. So um, I agree with that, but I also think that 
running in, in some cars sometimes can can create some bad habits that you that you're trying to make up for where when you get into those cars, the cars that can win, uh, if you carry those habits, <clears throat> can also hurt you. So uh, it's kind of like a catch-22, but, um, you know, at the same time, I did learn a lot racing at Johnny Davis Motorsports that I wouldn't have, <clears throat> wouldn't have had going into JGR if I hadn't run 2016 with them. All right, Ryan will uh, stick with us the rest of the show here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, which will include a conversation with this year's NASCAR k Pro Series West champion, Derek Thorne, after the break. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. MRN.com has you covered. Check out our original digital program, Motorsports Monday, with Joey Meyer and Woody Kane. Wing Nation with Steve Post and Aaron Everham. NASCAR Coast to Coast with Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Crew Call with Sammy Joe and Rocco. NHRA Talk on the straight line. Classic NASCAR races on Throwback Thursday. The Inside Line has all your fantasy racing picks. Rip the Fence with Tyler Burnett and Dylan Well. MRN.com original digital programs. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcasts elevate your senses to the sight, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. Austin Dillon leads the pack. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The NASCAR K&N Pro Series West was the final of the American NASCAR Touring Series to conclude its 2018 campaign and a race for the final time last Saturday night at Kern County Raceway Park in Bakersfield, California. Derek Krause won the race, but it was Derek Thorne claiming the championship his second in the series, driving for Bob Brancati, and he now joins us now on the guest line. Derek, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, and congratulations on your second series championship. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. A consistent season for you, two wins, 13 top fives, 14 in 14 races. I believe you completed all the laps, 2,047 of them. Uh, what was the key to those impressive numbers for the entire season? Uh, I think it all starts at the shop. You know, I think you got to have good equipment. you got to have consistent equipment and stuff that doesn't break down, obviously. But everybody at Center has forward, you know, has done a good job. Um, you know, Bill McAnally Racing for the last few years has had kind of a, a dominating performance when it comes to races in the points championship. And, um, you know, Bob Rincotti sat down with me, myself, Ryan Partridge, and Trevor Huddleston at the beginning, beginning of the year. And obviously our focus was to uh, focus on the championship. And obviously it's hard to – down with a plan and then have it come to fruition but um just part of the guys of the shop we had a lot of lady luck on our side this year there's a few races that could have went south or you know top tens or top 15s but turned into top fives and you know those kind of races i look back on four or five of them that uh you know had those gone the wrong direction we wouldn't have been in the position we were at current with the points and um you know just thankful the guys gave us good equipment and uh luck never never hurts that's for sure 
Now, I can't wait till you get to watch this or listen to this because we actually have a picture of you from Championship Celebration up as your your headshot right now. And it is by far, by far my favorite picture that came out of that weekend. So you'll have to check that out. Um, but, you know, this, the story going into the season was that Bob Brancotti wanted to do anything he could to dethrone Bill McAnally Racing. They had multiple championships, and he was going to do anything and put anyone in the seat he could to do that, which is how you and Partridge came up into it. What were your initial thoughts when you got that phone call from Bob? That was exciting. You know, it's uh, any any opportunity for a racer nowadays, as you can attest, it's, it's neat to be able to get opportunities anymore because they're so few and far between. Um, anymore with with racing, it's an expensive sport. So to be able to get an opportunity where, where you're not having to spend, you know, a lot of money to go race is, is a great opportunity to get to work with the caliber, caliber of team that Bob has and Bill Sedgwick um, and Ryan Partridge. And on top of that, Trevor Huddleston, Clinton Cram, Jeff Schrader, you know, the entire group um, really clicked this year, and it was fun to – I'd always known all of them through racing and stuff like that, but like with Ryan, it was great to be his teammate. I felt like we really hit it off. Um, I think that was one of our keys to success was the communication that myself and himself had and the crew chiefs had with one another because there were some races there. We weren't really top-notch or not where we needed to be, but we were able to bounce notes off of one another and kind of get within the ballpark. And, and without that or without Ryan Partridge and his feedback – and and those guys and their skills, you know, I feel like we would have been in a lot harder place than we were most of the season. How is this championship different from your title back in 2013? Obviously, a lot has changed in the series in the last five years. It has. I think this one here just stands out being that, uh, you know, it's just kind of a special deal. We came together at the beginning of the year. It wasn't a two-year deal or a multiple-year deal. We went in, you know, uh, 100% committed to this season, and this was the only season we really talked about doing, so... To be able to come in after, you know, a five-year hiatus, um, the team is running full-time, but to come back in with the team and to run as well as we did and compete, you know, at some of these tracks like Iowa, Gateway, um, the dirt track were three of the biggest ones I was really concerned about. Um, and we went into Iowa as we're in the years past. The top 10 or 15 was a good night for us. And to be able to go to Iowa Gateway and get a second at Iowa, a third at Gateway, you know, it was really special to me to, to be able to go run good at big tracks with these guys because we really struggled in the past. And um, to be able to go run competitively, run run for wins against Bill McAnally Racing, who'd been dominating the series, it's it just there's multiple things that stand out as being special about the season, but those being the ones that stand out the most to me. And I think Derek actually makes a really good point there because I remember the days of my me running K&N, and we would go to Iowa, which was this combo event, and the highest-finishing West guy would be like 8th, ninth, 10th, somewhere in there. So it was always a matter of just trying to be the highest finishing West guy because for whatever reason, the West Coast was just behind. And you mentioned that you guys have gotten good finishes at these combine events like Gateway. But I want to take a step back and look at West Coast racing as a whole. We had Jeremy Doss on last week, who's a fellow competitor of yours in a super late model. We asked him, looking at the West Coast, whether it be K&N Series, super late model racing, which you're still obviously heavily involved with, how do you assess the health of racing on the West Coast right now? Um, as far as the super late model standpoint, I'd give it a, a definite nine of ten. I feel like the SRL Southwest Tour and super late model competition is has been on the rise here as of late. I think the SRL Southwest Tour uh, this year will be the highest average car count in uh, series history over the last like twelve years. So um, from that aspect, I think it's really healthy. On the Canyon side, I feel like it's struggled a little bit more. Um, I think Bill McAnally Racing and Sunrise Ford Racing make up a majority of the full time competitors in that series. So it'd be great to see you know, some more development drivers come into that series and kind of fill the field. But as a whole, you know, I feel like uh, we're always compared to the East Coast and we never get 100% of the credit we deserve out here as they do out there. But 
I think the more we can move around, go go to Iowa and run well with the K&N, or go back to the Snowball Derby, the All-American, you know, and have someone like myself or Doss or, or another Super League competitor from the West Coast go do well, I think that helps put us on the map and gives us a little more, I guess, um, I don't know the right word, I guess a little more rapport um, in the racing community. But as a, as a whole, I think racing out here is as strong as it ever has been. You won the title in 2013 working with Bill Sedgwick. Five years later, you guys are reunited and you win the championship. Obviously a successful relationship. Kind of bring us back to the start and, and how you two came to be the, the dynamic duo. <laughs> Bill and I, man, we have we have a relationship unlike any other. We uh, we butt heads by more than anybody I've ever met, but um, me and him have a huge mutual respect for one another, and I think that's what translates. You know, we get down to it, we say what we need to say, even though it's going to hurt everyone's feelings. And uh, the amount of work he puts in at the shop um, is bar none. And we both come from a similar background with racing and whatnot, so we can easily relate to one another. And I think it's just a, it's a matter of trust. You know, when, when I say something or he says something, I listen whether we agree or not, um, whether I need to work on something or he does, or we do as a whole as a team. But I feel like that mutual respect and his background versus my background helped us develop at a, at a faster pace, having the 12 and 13 season to kind of work the bugs out between us, you know, to make this season just that much easier to knock the rust off and get back to business. Derek Thorne, Ryan Priest here. Just, um, you know, first off, I want to say congratulations, man. I was uh, I was staying up as late as I could for that current race, but I was really pumped to wake up and see that you won the championship. One thing I do want to say is, so obviously I met you back in 2013 at the uh, at the championship uh, week, and, and now I'm going back here and I'm looking at your stats for how many top fives you had <clears throat> throughout your entire K&N career. And that's that's pretty good, man. I mean, and, and another thing I want to point out is from, from us East Coast guys, uh, it, we kind of have the same thing going with the Modifieds, the North versus South, all right? South doesn't really get much credit like the North does. But I, from a guy who's just sitting out here watching, I feel like the West Coast is probably, you know, more difficult to win at right now uh, than the East Coast. Uh, so w- what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know. Congratulations, first off, on all your success recently, man. It's been cool to watch you. I think the the West Coast. I think it's anything. It's all it's all relative. I think there's a lot of not to, to dive away from West Coast, East Coast, or North or South. I feel like there's a lot of drivers out there, you know, that are trying to make it and um, that have that we've probably never heard of that run locally in a street stock division or, or a bomber or going or not the legends of Mandaleros. You know, I feel like the competition level. It's easy to underestimate somebody when you don't race against them a lot. But you know, I think as the West Coast or the North, the South, the Midwest. Um, there's so many good drivers out there and so many good teams and different series and stuff like that. I feel like if you had one culmination in the middle of the country with the best teams and the best drivers, you know, I think there'd be a handfuls from each part of the region of the country that, you know, would run well, you know, regardless of what track you put them at. But the West Coast, like in the super late model series or super late stuff out here, is has definitely been, like we talked earlier, pretty strong. And as is, as is the West, to have them come out to the gateway, and to um, Iowa and run competitively with the East. You know, for the first time in my existence in the Canyon Series, it was pretty cool to see. For sure, and congratulations again, man. Thank you, bud. All right, Derek Thorne joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, your 2018 NASCAR Canyon Pro Series West champion. Derek, thanks for taking the time to join us. Congratulations on the championship, and we'll see you in Charlotte at the banquets in just a couple of weeks. All right, man. Thanks, guys, for having me on. All right, Derek Thorne joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, we'll wrap up this edition and this season of NASCAR Coast to Coast with a special announcement regarding 2019. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. 
Hard, dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Front style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this will defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast, Kyle Rickey here at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park, Hannah Newhouse and Ryan Priest in our Concord, North Carolina studios. And Hannah, let's first conclude our first season together with a pretty special announcement concerning 2019. Longtime NASCAR sponsor and title sponsor of the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series, and the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series will be our title sponsor next year here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Pretty special to have such a uh, a big sponsor in NASCAR grassroots racing involved in our show beginning next year. Yeah, no doubt. Like you said, they're so involved in grassroots racing that it's only fitting to have them come on board for 2019 when we cover all things grassroots racing across NASCAR's regional touring divisions and local divisions. So I'm excited to have them come on. And like you said, we're wrapping up our 2018 season. I can't believe it. I feel like just the other day I was extremely nervous to come on and do the first season or the first episode of NASCAR Coast to Coast, but it's been nothing but a good time all season long. And uh, I mean, I'm already looking forward to 2019, especially having Whelan on board. And Ryan, I know Whelan, they've had a pretty significant impact on your career as you are a former NASCAR Whelan Modified Tour champion. You've run in the NASCAR Whelan All American Series. What is the Whelan sponsorship in NASCAR meant to you? Whelan's been a, a huge part in uh, not only in my career with sponsoring the Wheel Modified Tour, the Wheel and All-American Series, but NASCAR and grassroots racing. They, uh, they obviously give us safety with all the lights at every racetrack, so that's pretty huge. But, um, you know, the relationship that we've all built with Phil Kerr's over the years and, and uh, how genuine of a person he is is something that I think we'll all cherish. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped for you guys. You guys are pulling some sponsorship in here. We, uh, we uh, thank Whelan for coming on board and joining us for 2019. Let's talk about next year uh, as we continue our conversation with Ryan Priest. How is life going to change for you? Obviously, you've been living up here in Connecticut. You've been doing a lot of commuting down to North Carolina. What's, uh, what's the next couple of months going to look like for you as we wind down 2018 and prepare for next year? I'm certainly not going to miss that 12-hour ride. That was not a lot of fun. <laughs> There's been a lot of nights that I've uh, – I've driven, you know, 12 hours from down here to go race, go race up there. And it's going to, it's going to be nice to have a little stability (laughs) week to week. Um, but I still will do those nights here and there, uh, just not every, you know, every week or every other week or whatever it was. So, um, just, just really excited for the opportunity that's coming, coming forth. But one thing I'm looking forward to, uh, being down here is, is they have Bowman Gray down here and Bowman Gray is a track that I've always loved to go to, uh, once a year and, and um, 
so next year, I believe Cup has an off weekend uh, in, in May or April, and that's right around when the opener is for Bowman Gray. So I plan on going there to race that weekend. Now, did you catch the season premiere last night on Discovery Channel of Race Night at Bowman Gray? So I don't have cable in hey, my apartment. it's okay. <laughs> but I got to watch it, absolutely. <laughs> I had to go to a friend's house last night to watch <laughs> it too. But um, that was a super cool premiere, Bowman Gray. It was awesome, showcased the whole thing. So it's okay. Someone pre-recorded, I promise okay. you. I got to go see You it. can find it. Yeah, you can find it. But, um, you know, people may be wondering, not so much maybe why we have you on the show today, but there's a little bit more significance except for the fact that you are now going cup racing. Mm-hmm. And correct me on the stats here, Kyle, if I'm wrong, but you were the first guest ever for this rendition of NASCAR Coast to Coast, which was Modified Madness, I believe. Yep. Right, Kyle? And now you're getting seven ready. Seven years ago. To, seven years ago. Yeah. Whew. You oh, were like man. 10. A young little Ryan Priest. Like 10, a young little Ryan. I was 20 <laughs> or 21, whatever it was. But, um, you know, it's it's crazy to think where life takes you. You know, the journey that it's been to, to get to this point. And, uh, yeah, I remember that year because Kyle, Ricky, and I, I think I was winning quite a few Sunoco Mod races, and, and the Wheel and Modify Tour we won quite a few that year, too. So it was almost like a weekly thing. He was calling me. He's like, man, we're just going to ban you from this show. So <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get banned, and I'm glad I was able to come for this show. You had your own weekly segment for <laughs> yeah. part of that first season. So uh, I want to follow up. Uh, Hannah talked with Derek a little bit ago about the health of West Coast Super Late Model Racing. You've obviously been a huge part of Northeast Modified Racing. A lot of different touring divisions up here, a lot of racetracks that run Modifieds on, on a weekly basis, the SK Modifieds, the Sunoco Modifieds. SK Lights have been a big part in the development of young drivers that eventually make their way up to the tour. Where do you see the health of, of modified racing right now up here in, in the Northeast as you begin to head south? So I think short track racing in general is, you know, you hear a lot of people or you don't hear a lot of people. You see a lot of people on social media that uh, that are pretty negative. And so that's why I typically try to stay off it. But as far as modified racing in the North, uh, like super late models in the West, it's healthy. I go to the racetracks up there, and, and there's a lot of people showing up to watch these races, especially at the World Series. I mean, that place was packed. And uh, so I was pretty excited about that. I see a lot of SK Light kids uh, moving up to SKs in the next couple of years, which is only going to make the field healthier. And a lot of kids that are racing Legends or Bandoleros or Quarter Midgets, you know, they'll be going into an SK Light. So I definitely don't think um, we're going to be continually losing car count because I remember. Uh, six, seven years ago or eight years ago when the SK Modifieds were only getting 12 Modifieds at Thompson. And that was a, that was a pretty big deal. Even, even Stafford was getting down to 18. So, um, you know, I, continue, I think we'll end up getting to, be, uh, getting to where there's going to be 30 Modifieds showing up just like there was back in the early 2000s that everybody would hear about when Ted Christopher was showing up trying to race for national points. And, and uh, you know, hopefully it continues to grow and, and we can see more people from Modified Racing or Short Track Racing in general get the opportunities that they try to earn and uh, and get down here to where they can showcase themselves. Yeah, and I've mentioned it throughout the season. I'm fairly new to tour-type modified racing. <laughs> I really got a taste of it this year. And what a cool modified. you know environment. Yeah, mo- wait, did modified. I say modified? Modified. Yeah. <laughs> but the SK program, we talked about that over mm-hmm. at Stafford. SK Lights, if anyone has an open SK Light next year, let me know because I'm dying to drive a modified now. And I have a couple off weekends. Oh, God. So now you've got to get on an SK and you can have a match race with my wife. That would be awesome. Okay, see, there we go. We need to figure out how to work this into a charity event, something. Yep. 
I mean, I feel like that's just genius right there. We'll, we'll make it happen. But um, we talked about it a little bit before the show, before we went live. And uh, Kyle was giving you a little bit of heck about being too cool for us now. Oh, and now that you're a big cup guy. Yeah. But I have to ask, you're down here in North Carolina now, you know, center of racing. Have you had that celebrity moment yet where you're at, like, Harris Teeter? Someone's like, oh, my gosh, that's Ryan Priest. Or, like, have you had that moment yet? No, but I have had that, that bring you to reality moment where you walk into a gas station, someone has your shirt on, okay? They look at, or you look at them and you're like, hey man, that's a good shirt. And they're like, eh, I just, you know, my wife got it for me. I don't even like them. And I'm just like sitting there like, yeah, okay, me either. You know, just walk on out. But um, I haven't had one of those moments yet, but it'll, I'm sure it'll be pretty cool when it happens. If it happens. Harris Teeter, huh, to Hannah? You, you think Ryan goes grocery Stop shopping? Shop. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah. Come on. There yes, I do, Kyle. Yeah, I hear a lot of these drivers are on, like, this meal prep concept where they actually go and get meals that are already, like, made for them for the week. Like, Chop and Chisel, I think, is one of them that they all go to. So there's your no more grocery shopping. You can just... I just go to Hickory Tavern. Oh, that works, too. It's pre-made. You know, just (laughs) order it. It takes 10 minutes. That's where I went for nine years. Brian, as always, thanks for joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Best of luck to you these next three weeks. In the Xfinity car and, and, of course, in 2019 when you move over to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series for JTG Doherty Racing. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Nice have, nice sitting here talking with you, Hannah, and and uh, thanks for having me on. And I promise, Kyle, if you invite me to come here next year, I will. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, don't forget about us. We'll just have to go through a PR with- person instead. I can't know. We won't just be able to text you. It'll be like... Oh, you have to go through my PR person now, so. I think, I think Kyle and you both know if you guys ever wanted to get a hold of me, <laughs> you can get a hold of me. So, uh, yeah, it was a great time today. Absolutely. A great way to end our season. Hannah, I'm not sure how we did it, but we did survive our, our first season together. I know. Isn't it crazy to look back? I was just looking at a video the other day of me coming in as a guest. I happened to be in North Carolina visiting for a week. We joked about me wanting to move here and bring my life out here, and here we are two years later, and you are officially stuck with me as we just completed our first season. But like I said, it was nothing but fun, and uh, what a great year. And we'll see you in Texas this Friday night for our NASCAR Camping World Truck Series broadcast of, of that event. want to congratulate all, the th- all of this year's champions, Justin Monsignor in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, Tyler Ankrum in the NASCAR k Pro Series East, Derek Thorne in the k Pro Series West, LP Dubalon in the NASCAR Pinty Series, Alan Day in the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series, Philip Morris in the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series, and of course the NASCAR Peak Mexico Series. Ruben Garcia Jr. leads their standings with two races to go. They don't end their season till December 2nd at the Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez in Mexico City. So we'll be keeping an eye out for that. For our producers this year, Craig Moore and Brian Yesowich for Hannah Newhouse and Ryan Priest in our Concord, North Carolina studios. I'm Kyle Rickey. Thanks for tuning in all season here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll see you back in 2019. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. If you're looking for COVID-19 testing, look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. 
So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com.